Good day, Galaxy. Rogue Squadron Podcast. <laughs> you sound like the Alcor from Mass Effect. Do you remember those? The giant elephant-looking things? Mm-hmm. Really slow. Exasperated statement. <laughs> We're alive. Excited. What's up, guys? Rogue Squadron Podcast. I am Mopar. I'm Commander Cody. Thank you guys for tuning in. Yeah. I know we've got a couple uh, new new peeps on here from Instagram. Yeah, they finally released uh, Instagram Live. They've been rolling it out over the past few weeks. We tried it. It was pretty fun. So pretty easy, pretty simple, pretty pretty. Live, test, done. Yeah. And then live, you talk to go. people. Yell. So... Episode 90. <laughs> Episode 90, man. We just saw, well, not just, but we saw Rogue One. Two times. We, we did a full, full review last episode, but you know damn well it's going to keep popping up over the next few weeks because we're all just so excited about it. So, spoiler alert now, because <laughs> there's no telling where we're going to go After with this. After the review, a few things might slip out, so we don't want anyone to be uh, ruined and pissed. Ruined and pissed. <laughs> <laughs> ruined pissed. Um... Yes, yeah, so of course we're going to be getting into our beer review here real quick. Um, but do we want to give a shout out to Actual Brewing yes. and Gateway Film Center? Yes, uh, we did an awesome and the Ohio Five O First. Yes, and what's the Legion? Rebel Legion is Rebel like Legion. the good guy. Yes, half of. Thank yeah. you for to every single one of those groups because we had an awesome Rogue One event. Yeah, uh, Thursday for the premiere. A lot of uh, fun. We, we drank our delicious beer that we brewed with actual. We had the 501st Garrison everything show up. We had Lord Vader breathing down our necks, terrifying us as we drank beer. It's it was true. It was just awesome. It was a perfect event. Uh, so thank you guys if you were in town and showed up and belligerized with us. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate that. Anybody that... Um, we had a ton of people come out. So our buddies that were running the uh, X-Wing and the Destiny table photographers, videographers, all the staff at Gateway for making the night super smooth, super easy. It was a lot of fun. And mm-hmm. of course, all of our friends that stuck around to see the movie with us. But, and our artists. And our artists, yes. Who Matt we've had. Matt Wren and Michael. Matt Wren, Mike. Um, Wren has been on the show, I think, back episode like 58, 59. Yeah. Um, but we'll have uh, Matthew Spurlock and Michael Watson on the show soon. And uh, video and photos from the event at Gateway will be up on social media soon. Hopefully by the time you heard this, I want to make sure they look all smacksy. We so. might just wait till after Christmas because no one's going to be paying attention over the next two, three days. So, Well, this should be airing the day after Christmas. So, Good. Yeah. Merry Christmas, so, everybody. Merry <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> Hope so, you got all the fucking Star Wars toys you dreamed of. As we do every episode, we do a beer review. I'm excited for this one because um, I haven't had a bad beer by these guys. Yeah, the last one was that Blood Orange. It was fucking oh, good. Oh, my God. Yes. Give me my mom, man. And this one's called Snake Dog, so I said fuck yeah. 
Did we talk last time about how their artwork looks like Gerald Scarf? Yeah. All the so fucking if you guys, Pink Floyd artwork. Yeah, know anything about Pink Floyd the Wall, the movie, the artist animator that did uh, that movie, all the animation for that movie, Gerald Scarf. It's very weird, abstract, realistic kind of stuff. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I was going to sneeze, but I, I caught it. Um, That's how you call it. But... Yeah, so I'm excited for it because that blood orange was delicious. And this being called Snake Dog, it smells delicious. I'm excited. 7.1% ABV. It is an IPA from Flying Dog Brewery. It smells refreshing. It smells full. It smells citrusy. Yeah. (sighs) Well, I should release the aromas. Like an actual... It's very light. Beer riser. Looks like orange juice. <laughs> Looks like pineapple orange juice. You know, these uh, these glasses that are shaped like this that I have, Yeah. I never expect it to hold as much as yours, but it just envelops it all. It's because it got the fat the bottom. roundness. But look, yours starts all the way at the, at the table, and it's just like, mine's like, yeah, I got it all up here. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> Okay, now I can smell a lot more. Oh, now citrusy. it smells like an IPA. Yeah, yeah, very citrusy. I guess I'll leave this out so we can talk about it. Anything um, else going on before we really dive into all this? It's been kind of cold. It's been wintry. It's been an average winter the past like week. A yeah, little bit of was... snow. Actually, I do have a bone to pick with the motherfucker upstairs. <laughs> because this weekend, it was downpouring rain. And it was 25 degrees. And misty fog madness misty everywhere. Misty fog, could... downpour rain at yeah. 25. And yeah. that's just called snow. But no, it had the rain ice balls. I know how, bitch. Dude, it was fucked. Rain ice balls. Dude, we, we, we drove back from Easton, a local mall. Uh, we took an Uber. And the guy was going 40 miles an hour on the highway. On 161, I was freaking. <laughs> I was like, this guy is a fucking idiot. And then I got out of his car and almost slipped on my ass. And I'm like, this guy's a fucking genius. <laughs> this guy saved yeah. our lives. Yeah. But yeah, and it was so weird. Like I said, it, was, it wasn't just like misting. There yeah. was a point at midnight, it was downpouring it. And I looked, it was 25 degrees outside. And then by the time morning rolled around, it all froze. Yeah. Yeah, driving the next morning was madness. No. I feel like, this is Seabus. <laughs> this is Ohio. So the weather has been crazy uh, last weekend. But outside of that, it's just been kind of cold, kind of snowy. A lot more rain than usual, but it's cold. Um, I, with all the excitement from Rogue One, caught up on Rebels over the past four or five days. Mm. So they did 10 episodes. Oh, you're already all the way caught up? 10 episodes, yeah. And, and they're, nev- they're doing this three? thing like all other season three, yeah. All the other shows where they do like a mid-season break. So they won't be coming back until January 8th or something. I don't know. Mm. But I, ca- I, ca- I caught all the way up. <sighs> it's good. There's a lot of filler. There's yeah. a lot of filler. I tried to just skip that stuff. But that one thing that I missed. There's it's- a scene in there, yeah, that you can't you can't skip. So it's well made. I just, I'm sick of the filler stuff, man. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm slowly getting back through Game of Thrones. I'm only in season two still. Egret is still hot. <laughs> um, doesn't change. No. I have something for redheads, man. Some they look <laughs> they look exotic. It's hot. But uh, one thing I do have to exclaim: Have you seen the new Jungle Book? No. 
It's so fucking good. Really? It's on. It's on. I almost said Instagram. It's on uh, <laughs> Netflix. Really? So good. You know, I saw the trailer and I thought it was going to be another Jurassic World fucking CGI circle jerk. Fuck. It is obviously thing. CGI, but it looks stunning. It's like magical. Really? And it's. I mean, by Disney. Yeah. And I've always. Yeah. Well, maybe part of it was nostalgia because the Jungle Book was one of my favorite early movies. I was never big into that one, <clears throat> but uh, they did a great job. Christopher Walken. <laughs> Is in it. Which, He's a uh, voice actor. Character. You'll know when you hear well, it. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> See the snake? No, he's not. Uh, he yeah. plays the perfect. Gotcha. Well, that character. makes me more excited for the new live action uh, Beauty and the Beast. Yes. With Emma Watts. Go, go watch that it. That was always like my favorite as a kid. That, like, Aladdin, and Hunter One Nominations. Aladdin, Jungle Book, Robin Hood. With the fox guy as Robin mm-hmm. Hood? I think I ever saw that. It's terrible, but it's <laughs> it's nostalgia for me. There's like a flying snake at some point. It's yeah. fucking weird, but it's it was made in the late 70s. So it, it's right. it's got very classic uh, voice actors. Okay, beer review. <laughs> okay, not Disney cast. <laughs> All right, cheers. Actually, kind of is. Holy shit. Mm. Oh, my God. My life is complete. <laughs> this is really fucking good. The bitter is right the fuck up front. Mm-hmm. Some of those like, ooh, it's like bubbly and bitter. Yeah. What is what is that front taste? I'm just trying to think. It's of. bitter, but hmm. <laughs> that helped. The way it's balanced out, the bitter can be an aftertaste. The bitter can hit ooh. you up front. Everything's up front. Yeah. It's sharp. It's sharp. <laughs> it's bitter. It's citrus citrusy, but it's also refreshing. Ooh, I don't know what that aftertaste is. You can, it kind of has a slow alcohol burn right at the end, though. <laughs> That's what. <laughs> no, it's good, man. More citrusy than uh, the last few IPAs I've had. So it's like it was really good. Fruit. <clears throat> is that it? It's like an upfront grapefruit? Read the thing. Mm, that might be it. There is no description on oh, this. Oh, yeah, at they all. never do. Um, the only thing it says is it's an IPA and they actually spell it out India Pale Ale. For the lay, and it's seven point one percent. I think it's got real snake dog blood in it. That's what it is. Snake. It's like cat dog. <clears throat> it's got a wicked picture on it. It looks so creepy. Are these eyeballs floating away from him? Looks like reminds me of the monster from Power Rangers. Power the eyeball, the eyeball guy. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know what he did. I see you. He shot eyeballs at you. Did, did he? like blowing bubbles so ridiculous all right this beer's delicious uh it's really good i was trying to think of other stuff that's been happening the last few times i've gone to so jungle book yes go watch it go watch it put it on youtube yep last few times i've been at a bar and been perusing the draft menu i've seen that bunny pajamas the last three bars have all had the bunny pajamas condom beer tell them what happened 87 86 88 86 was stupendous we tried a beer. It's from Platform in uh, Cleveland, which we love the brewery, but the beer was condom. Condoms. That's it. Condoms. Smelled like condoms. condoms. Tastes like condoms. <clears throat> you have condoms. That's it. <clears throat> so I feel like now it's haunting me. Every bar I go to, it's like the first thing on the draft menu. And I'm just, I'm just well, while, while I was getting this, yeah, do it. I was over at the Platform stuff and I saw Bunny Pajamas <clears throat> and it was on top of something else. And I almost, got, on the ground? I almost got it. I looked just at to try it, it again? Not bunny, bunny pajamas. Bunny it pajamas. Was, 
It was another one. I'm saying it was on top of another. Like they called that like the something twelve. Oh, like yes. a group of twelve. They have a different, different one every month. Styles. Yes, yeah, yeah. yes, yes. Um, there was another one that was on top of, and I was like, I want to try redeem it, themselves, but yeah. this is going to be delicious. Fine dog <laughs> always is good. Yeah. What do we got going on here? Star Wars Legacy. Hey there, Rogue Squad. What's up? I can hear you guys today. Yeah, I don't know what was going on uh, last week, but glad you're here. Beer connoisseurs. Uh, yeah. I'm fucking yeah. smart as hell. I know all the terms and everything. <laughs> I know. Uh, we do enjoy... You know what's kind of funny? <laughs> hey, we made a beer, so... Yeah. We were the ones that drank it. <laughs> um, it's kind of funny because I was never into... I loved beer for several years, but... Yeah. I was never into the craft scene because I just hadn't opened my palate up to it. Yeah. And I would always just try one and it would always be like way out on the edge of you just extreme. It. And I just couldn't. Yeah. I wasn't ready for it. I didn't know enough. But uh, I think the podcast actually pushed me into like understanding what to expect. Like yeah. Kerner is sitting here like we were starting at the beginning. Like we right. just get an IPA. Right. We would have no clue what an IPA was supposed to be. So. It would just stun us until we were drunk. Shocking. But uh, yeah, we we do enjoy. Stun. Yeah, I was wondering how that was going to work out when we first started talking about doing the beer reviews. Because we would always do like a beer of the night. And it was always Miller or Tennessee or Molson, whatever. Fuck. Corn beer. I almost showed up with just some. Cheap ass beer tonight. We're gonna actually try to review Natty Light and talk about the flavor and the mouthfeel and everything. Um, this, this tastes like it was brewed in a dirty kettle with some corn chips that were sprinkled in. Uh, yeah, but Fritos. I'm glad we started doing the beer reviews because we've tried thousands and thousands of different beers. Actually, less than ninety. No, well, on the <laughs> podcast, but because of the reviews, yeah. now we're more eager to try various things when we go out. True, very true. Uh, I'm already <sighs> set with this. I don't... I'm really enjoying this. I'm trying to think of something... Because it is hitting me in the, in the, my like stomach in a way that I'm not 100% happy with. But it might be because I just downed a Red Bull. And my stomach's like, what the fuck is going <laughs> on here? I can just imagine someone controlling your stomach. Like, dude! Just with an umbrella. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> Chipotle, the Red Bull, the beer, the yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. Oh, um, so not only am I uh, getting up to what am I trying to rewatching Game of Thrones? I'm in season two. Egret, hot, like I said. I am also. I just started the second Harry Potter book. You she's let up me in it. season two already. Yeah, I thought it was season three. No, she's oh, John no, that's Snow's right, already right, on the right. wall and everything. Yeah. He's beyond the wall at the end of season one, or at the beginning of season two. Right. And then they climb back in season three, right? I can't remember. I just watched the thing. I think so. He just got captured halfway through. The show goes different than the books, Mm -hmm. so I kind of forget what happens when. Um, Harry Potter, you said? uh, Yeah, I'm getting into the second book of Harry Potter. I'm about 50, 60 pages in. It's the easiest book I've ever read. Yeah. Two's good. Yeah. I liked... The flow of one better. I don't know. I I can only base it off of one. So <laughs> the 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 first one was very easy. That they're all easy. That's what I'm trying to say. It's it's easy. So, so it's can... delightful. It is entertaining. 
A little citrusy up front. You've been listening to too much <laughs> Christmas music. You called it delightful. <laughs> I listened to a lot of BT Bam today. Is it also frightful? Cheerful. Dude, did you listen to um, Hetfield on Rogan yet? I, I caught it live at the end, and it was really awkward. I was like, uh... Yeah, listen to the whole thing. Man. Hetfield, come on, like, Because depending on where you get in there, he might be in the middle of a random conversation. I caught, like, the last 15, 20 minutes, and it was just... Hetfield was being weird. Like, you, I, I view Hetfield as, like, a god. Like, he's up on stage, he can say whatever the fuck he wants, and then when he gets behind a mic on a podcast, he's like, yeah, I... Because uh, he's just a chill dude, man. I know. Well, he wasn't even, like, giving his opinion sometimes. I don't know. It was, I just felt kind of like he was. It was forceful for him. Like he had to like try to participate. I'm like, dude, just be Hetfield. Just <laughs> fucking do it. It was I don't cool. Know. They talked I, a lot about hunting and that's. I caught a lot of bow stuff at the end. Like, yeah, oh, that's what they were talking about. Yeah, I, I like to do this. Well, and Rogan's like, yeah. Why do you like to do that? Because that's what I do. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I was right. expecting Rogan to ask more questions about um, music the band and stuff. <laughs> he said he really liked the new album. And Hatfield got really good explanations about them as a band that made me appreciate the last few albums more. Mm-hmm. They're like, we write music for us always, mm-hmm. no matter what. Yeah. So if St. Anger is how they felt at the time, it's not the best thing, but it doesn't matter because for a them, piece of shit because that's what was that's what they were at that, that time. That's what Lars has always said. Yeah. I've I've watched every documentary, and Lars, sorry for all the Metallica talk, but Lars has always said, I don't care what the fuck, the, even though they, I know mentally they do, they, but musically they said, I don't care what the fuck the fans want. We do what we want. Yeah. And it's yeah, just like, God, yes. Perfect. And he also had one line too. He said, each of us by ourselves are not that great. Yeah, I've, I heard that. But when we all come together, something crazy happens. We're not individually great as artists, but yeah. when, yeah, the greatness of Metallica comes together, it's something special. Kind of like the podcast. You're a piece of shit. I'm an idiot. <laughs> uh, we figured it out. Once we got a mic and some beer, <laughs> shit happens. That's exactly how Metallica got going. Got, exactly. Got Guitar and beer. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's do this. Um, <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of the aftertaste, and I want to give it a two. What's wrong with the aftertaste? I don't know what it is. I think you said the grapefruit thing, but I don't know if that's totally it. I can't pinpoint it. Obviously, I'm not a beer connoisseur, like I said, so I apologize. But... um. I just, I just want to give it a two. It's not making me groan with excitement and bitterness. Mm, I was thinking three. It's really good up front, though. Let me sit on it. For the, for the amount of alcohol, two. I'm solid on two. Well, I might be solid on a fucking one. I might fucking hate it in here in a minute. Um, races, we have to be careful with our liver. Our too what? much alcohol can give you problems later on in life. Yeah. Yep. It also imbues us with the force. So, yeah. Got to balance it out. Too much of anything can hurt you later on in life. Too much Star Wars. Too much podcasting. <laughs> we only do it once a week. Limit. Austin Driscoll. Best last name ever. How you guys doing? We're doing good. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Doing well. Make us feel good. Watching us. Uh, All right, anyways. Fine. I'm good with it, too. Yeah. Wanted it to blow me away, but... Last week, I moved down from a three for the English Christmas sale. This week, I don't remember down. that one. 
It was like four days ago. <laughs> it was three days ago. <laughs> oh, with Kerner? Yeah, the Christmas sale. No, I said two. Kerner said three. And Getting I said full? three. And then I came down. Oh, to okay. You didn't. Yeah, I don't think you explained <laughs> that. Okay, guys. We're beyond this shit. <laughs> All right. Actually, I heard. I'm going to bring it up here. <laughs> Do it. Uh, Kerner got called out on Instagram. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I, I was dying. I love when that shit happens. I also love that Lord Kerner is like going to be a famous figure one day. Yeah. So our follower, Jimmy Coyles, said, just listen to the podcast. Yo, what's up with Kerner going? <laughs> Yo, what's up with Kerner going balls deep at the end? Love you guys. No homo. I was like, <laughs> I said, I know, right? We were ready to wrap up uh, the episode. And he said, quick question. I have a theolo- theoretical question about good and evil. <laughs> Hey, we, you were wrapping it up. All right, guys, this was episode 89. We'll see Real you next quick. week. Oh, wait, make sure you go to Instagram. And Kerner's like, wait a second. I just want to talk about the uh, difference between good versus evil. <laughs> I know. Got an extra 20 minutes to spare. He said real quick. <laughs> the good and evil. That would make I a good like article, though. I still hold true. I think I, I completely understand and agree with his thinking. Yeah. Like Hitler didn't know he was evil. But this is Star Wars. I think we're beyond reality. I think we pull from reality and it's we're in and something else. I think the dark side of the force is evil. Well, and evil it can means- like take people over and you get enveloped in it. I think he did know he was evil. I would like Kerner to assemble some evidence. Including the DVD <clears throat> commentary and everything. Because it's kind of like the, the Palpatine Bane. They're both us- using the dark side but Bane Bane seems evil. He's actively murdering people. I didn't even think he was evil, though. It was like he was doing what's best for the Sith. Not Maybe not for the galaxy, but he said, all of you weak-ass Sith, I'm going to be it. I got to kill all of you so I can take your dark side powers, and I'm going to be it. Sidious is just like, oh, you're living? I want to kill the fuck out of you <laughs> and take your beer. Yeah, so we'll see. That's cool that that guy uh, shouted out to us. Mm-hmm. Or shouted out to Kerner, I should say. Jimmy Coils. <clears throat> On Instagram, I believe. Before we get into anything else, I finally remember the other thing I want to talk about. Pissed. Transmission interrupted. <laughs> We're still rolling. Um, yeah. Sorry. That fucking confused the shit out of me. <laughs> Wait a second. Where was I? Uh, I was watching a few Clone Wars episodes, too. Because mm-hmm. I heard someone say that the Clone Wars is an anthology. You don't need to take it chronologically the way it's released. Because they come in bulks of like three to six episodes. As full storylines, it's not necessarily chronological from season one to season six, whatever. What? So I started bouncing around um, because it was a background show for me for a while, so I didn't really get the detail of everything. So I was watching the uh, Ahsoka timeline in season four where she gets framed for that thing. Mm -hmm. And I just thought how cool it was that when the Republic sees that, that is the spark of them mistrusting the Jedi. Is the Ahsoka... Trial? Which, because she's running around Coruscant, fleeing for her life, everyone thinks that she's murdered an innocent prisoner. Yeah. Or a, a helpless prisoner. So that really is like the spark of the mistrust. And then by the time you get to episode three, and Palpatine said the Jedi attacked me, like, because I always thought that that statement was a little too sudden for everyone to just be like, okay, yeah, cool, Emperor, you're mm-hmm. good. But when you see all those things build up and lead into episode three, it makes a lot more sense. See, I still don't think it makes any fucking sense. <laughs> Because when you see Dooku and Grievous and you see the Jedi attacking those two characters, 
obviously the Jedi aren't evil. Like, you seriously, if the Jedi, if you wanted the Jedi gone, you'd have to deal with Grievous and Dooku I don't as your leaders. I think it's that as much as that they, the, the opinion of them is that they get gradually corrupted throughout the Clone Wars. And that's what Palpatine kind of says. Like, yeah. we started the Clone Wars, we gave them power with, as, as generals, and they're abusing it, and they're just getting obsessed with power, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So it was always sudden, but having this backstory makes it a little more impactful. And that's exactly what I have to say about Rogue One. All of the events in Rogue One make A New Hope that much more important. It puts a new light on A New Hope, really. Mm-hmm. Which is good, because for a while, I always thought A New Hope was kind of boring. You know, it was the first one, 77. It's still good, but it's not that exciting all the time. But after seeing Rogue One, it totally changes the tone of the movie. You know what I'd like to do? What would you like to do, Mopar? Is go back through and kind of commentate, not even for a comedic thing, but go through and commentate 4, 5, and 6. And really get the understanding of what the Star Wars universe was at that point. Yeah. So if we watched like four, if we watch only four, and that's the only Star Wars thing that exists, this dude's name is Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. Darth is not a title. We don't even know what a Sidious is. The Sith don't exist. Palpatine's not even in four. The Clone Wars are mentioned, but we know nothing about them. Yeah. Yoda doesn't exist, dude. Like, shit. We have no clue. If we just watch four and sit there and just take four out. Yeah. We've got Tarkin. We've got Darth Vader. We've got a Death Star. Those are the, like the evil things. Yeah. Yoda doesn't exist. Like, there is no Imperial fleet. Jedi Council doesn't exist. The, it's just Obi-Wan. Yeah. We don't even know about the Empire itself. We just know the Death Star and some TIE fighters. We do know about the Empire because that round table. Yeah, but in terms of like, we don't see a fleet or a base. It's yeah. just the Death Star. Well, that's what yeah. I'm saying, man. Now I'm, I'm thinking of it more. And let us know. Please shout out if you agree or disagree. After seeing Rogue One... It makes the events of A New Hope feel like the story of a small, narrow part of the rebellion continuing what happened in Rogue One and finally seeing it through to blowing up the Death Star. Because when you when you see it originally, you're kind of like, everything seems a little random. Like these people get picked up, Han's along for the ride. Leia doesn't really explain in detail, but they end up going back to Yavin, and then they launched this assault on the Death Star. Well, now that we know that that whole conflict started with Rogue One, with getting the plans, it feels like Rogue One and A New Hope together are like one part of the war. Mm-hmm. Make, give, uh, makes it a lot more... It makes a lot more sense now. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what the prequels did. Yeah. Explained. Them. <laughs> oh, man. Would the Sith exist without the prequels? Demon sound. Yeah. <laughs> would a new hope? What'd you say? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> would the Sith exist without the prequels? I don't think. Yeah, I don't think Sith was a term no? until the prequels. Yeah. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. What do you think? Uh, you better watch yourself. That was silly. I'm like, I'm okay with the fan service until that happens. Like, did they also narrowly escape Jeddah and make it to Maz Eisley within two days along with Princess Leia? It's just silly. Mm. I don't know, man. Have we have we talked about 
I think we have uh, when Kerner was here. Barely talk. K2SO. Yeah, it's fucking sweet. I'm going to commit blasphemy, and I know I've said it before, but I don't know if I said it behind the mic. He's your favorite? My favorite. Yeah, we talked about Cannon droid. Droid. Yeah, you can't top HK. Fuck that. You can't even get close. (laughs) But yeah, I think a lot of people would just take that as blasphemy. And it's just R2 is R2. He saves the day. He talks shit, but we really don't know what the fuck he says. Dude, you have K2SO. He's a badass. He's a co-pilot. He talks shit. I can understand him. Uh, He looks sweet. Dude, he's a monstrous droid. He's like a droid Chewie. Cassian and K2 are like Han and Chewie. Yeah. I just, yeah, I, I like, and with what happens to him, dude, it's, I think he's badass. He's my favorite. Yeah, that, that's a big problem with uh, the fandom is like, because the original trilogy is classic, oh, you can't, you can't beat those. Nothing's better than Empire. Like some older fans might say that. Like you can't top Empire. It's classic. Just because it's 40 years old doesn't mean it's the best thing that's ever happened. Right. Just because R2's been in every movie doesn't mean that K2 can't be cooler than R2. Right. You just gotta fucking accept shit when it comes out, man. When episode eight comes out, I think we're going to be flipping shit. Oh, yeah. It's the Michael Michael Jordan effect. No one can be better than Michael Jordan. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah. Just the guy LeBron James. (laughs) Are you sure? No. LeBron James. Yeah. It's, It's that... Stuck in a time. This is the greatest. What do you guys? Oh, you're still making shit. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Hoth. Yeah. Like, what? And that's the problem, too. I think the prequels get more hate than they deserve because of that. Like, oh, of yeah. course, movie wise, they're not necessarily as well made. Mm-hmm. But because of that old school mindset, it's instantly like, stop. It doesn't even count. That's not part of my Star Wars. We just did that with the whole canon, non canon. My Star Wars has Bane and Plagueis in it. We did that for about a year. <laughs> Until episode seven came out and blew us away. Yeah. Well, and I think we talked about that, I don't even know, 10-ish episodes ago. But we said that because they hadn't given us anything new yet. They came out and they like we didn't have an opportunity to trust them yet. And then we got episode seven and how many new books and comics? Dozens. So Rebels is... Rebels is good. Tarkin is fucking sweet. The book, um, from what yeah. we've heard from our fans and guests, all the other books are legit. So well, I, uh, uh, I heard we need to read the Rogue One book and Catalyst. <sighs> Man, read all this shit. I can barely get through Harry Potter. Yeah, I know. What's we, up? What are you guys need, doing? Um, uh, I'm going to have to go now. It's 1.33 in the morning in UK. Oh, shit. <laughs> go to bed, man. You got school and <laughs> Santa Claus to wake up to. Wait, what day is this? Close. <laughs> um, thanks for tuning in. Appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Don't lose sleep on our account. Your mic made some s- weird demon sound after you stopped. Uh, the little crackle oh. thing. <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, so, yeah. Watching Clone Wars and Rebels kind of how this conversation started is making is giving me more info to appreciate what comes later in the timeline absolutely and to anyone that's mad that all the characters in Rogue One died spoiler I guarantee we're gonna get their storylines in a prequel format in Rebels or a comic like a a Cassian and K2 comic series would be fucking sweet 
Because you saw from the beginning when he shot that dude in the back, that he needs to do what's right, doesn't give a fuck, kind of like Qui-Gon Jinn. Mm -hmm. So to see him in K2 gallivanting around the galaxy trying to get plans together and recruit people would be fucking awesome. I kind of hope they just leave it. Just leave it be. Yeah. I, I, they didn't put a lot of background story in the movie. Just, you made a great movie. Let's get to eight. Let's focus on eight. Well, that's the beauty of Disney owning it. We're going to get to eight and also get all this other extra, extra shit, Yeah, too. I can't keep up. Yeah, that's true. Ugh. So we need a uh, canon correspondent to give us the rundown and details of all the new novels that come out so we can talk about it on the air. Not sound like asshole. It's a hopeless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm opening another one. Two right, out so of three. What are we getting into as you uh-huh. open that beer? What do you want to talk about? <laughs> uh, a little bit of that Star Wars, probably. Um, I do I do have a list uh-huh. that I want to talk about. I was going to save it to later, but we can start now because I think it's going to take a, a shitload of time. Well, we can talk about Battlefront if you want. Uh, yeah. So Battlefront, the new one, was on sale on Xbox Live with all DLC for 35 I, bucks. I didn't know that. You already had bought it, so I didn't say anything. You had already purchased it. I know. This but was just I, last I, week. I know. Or I bought the game ago. for 15 bucks, so... There you go. It, it's cheap, but I didn't get any of the DLC stuff. So... We talked shit. We got it early on when I got my Xbox back in June. Got never, it. Talked shit. It. Got rid of it. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. I'm just in such a Star Wars mood that I want to play a Star Wars game, and that's the only new one. So I just... But at 35 bucks, whatever. I got it. It's fun. And it looks gorgeous. But honestly, everything that we talked about holds true. And I'm proud to say, for once, I talk shit ahead of time. And actually, I still stand by it. Because, like, the lack of depth in, uh, like, your character creation. What? It doesn't look like there's more beer in there. (laughs) Kind of, yeah. There's nothing. (laughs) The lack of depth with, like, squads, um, customization, additional weapons, things like that. It's just, it's so limited. I like the maps. The maps are good, yeah. I really like the maps, actually. Like, a couple of those Hoth maps <laughs> yeah. where you can go, like, into the ice. Yeah. What? Yeah. Fucking A. Yeah, just like in Battlefront 2. The uh, special <laughs> gadgets and stuff, those are pretty cool. Yeah, there's some cool ones. I like the uh, Walker Assault. It's fun, but it gets Repetitive. watered down pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, m- My favorite thing about it is the Battlefield... Battlefront feel of the just the battlefield. God, I'm trying to say that. But it's <laughs> it is still just war, and you'll get killed quickly if you're not paying attention. Yeah. But whether it's an ATAT or fucking anything, like a yeah. sniper a million miles away, you're gonna die. So you you I wish there was a little more of a uh group effort. Because they don't have squads. There's no you have squads. A partner. That's, That's it. That's so, so dumb. dumb. Like if you just if they just included nothing else changed, but they included the squad element, teams of five, not teams of five, squads of five. That would change everything. It would make it a whole why, new game. Why do they even have different classes? It's no. just you just upgrade your one. Yeah, you pick. Fucking uh, dumb. Exactly. That makes me so mad. You yeah. you already had a perfect core. Battlefield 4. Just, just put lasers in it. That's all you... You didn't even have to ch- change the maps. 
Shanghai with an ATAT. <laughs> yeah, right. I want to fucking play that game all day. I really, really would have. Yeah, I know. And I'm trying to go back to Battlefield <sighs> 4 because that shit's fucking awesome. I'm just in it's Star a Wars mood. Game. So. It's a fun game. I'll play it for about an hour and I'll get fed up with it. Yeah. It's kind of glitchy. Mine actually just froze and kicked me out one time and it went back to the uh, Xbox One menu. I was just in the middle of a battle. I said, nope, Xbox. I'm like, well, that happens to my Xbox the all the time. Fuck? That's never I happened to me. I get so pissed. That's in the middle happened. of watching Netflix, it just blooped. Do you own this app? Bitch, I've been watching it for an hour. <laughs> Do you That's own this so app? Annoying. That's never happened to me. In the yeah, middle it happens of the- frequently. I think I need to back up my saves Boop. and completely. Do you, Do you own it? <laughs> and completely restore my Xbox to try to fix that. But anyways, that's um, so weird. Oh, you have a glossy one. No, you have same one as you, just one terabyte. Mine's one terabyte. So same one as you. That's what I said. Only it's the same <laughs> one. Only it's the same. Um, the most outrageous thing about Battlefront is the load times. So bad. Unforgivable. It's like five minutes. It, dude. I tried to quit a game and it was like eight minutes. <laughs> I know. Oh. Is it the dumbest thing? Oh my god! It said, "Do you want to exit?" I said, "Yeah." And I went and made a sandwich and I was still <laughs> exiting. I'm like, "What the fuck is going on?" Do you own this game? See, that's a quicker exit than. <laughs> <laughs> Our buddy Jason from Sidetracked said, "The only thing fun is the dogfighting mode. The idea of the space fights is cool, but it's so fucking hard, man." I, I tried not, to just do some space warfare. Dude. It's, it's like impossible. Oh, yeah. I, I'm sure it takes... There's a long learning curve. I am proud of them. They did take a note out of Battlefield's playbook for something. You know how in Battlefield 4 for Rush, you would advance from point to yeah, point? they have that. Yeah. So on the Scarif map, you start in the space battle trying to get through the shield. And then you start on the first part of the beach. And once you oh. blow up all these things, then you move on to the next part. That's bad. So it kind of follows like the end of the movie. I don't have the DLCs. I'm poor. Shit. Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go to work. So that game mode's cool, but I mean, the other parts of the game can't make that good. So it's a good idea, but that helps though. I, there's some characters that I really want to be. The hero fight is interesting, kind of bland. That's probably the one I have the most fun with, actually. Really? Yeah. Because it changes. Just three on three, and I was just like... Well, it's six on six, but three of the people get to be the hero. I thought that, three I mean, but once you die, it's over. I was just like, why is there waves? Like Battlefield 2 or Battlefront 2, you could just fucking be Vader and Vader and Vader. Well, there's no strictly hero battle. Whoa, jeez. In, uh, in the new one. <laughs> Fucking demon sounds. Exercising our demons Yeah, tonight. there's no, like, strict uh, hero battle in the new one. Oh, yeah. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. So, L- I don't want to shit on it all night. Last annoyance is I read an article uh, from one of the developers, an interview, whatever. He said that they purposely made it more accessible, which means they dumbed it down on purpose to get more Star Wars fans that aren't gamers into the game. So thanks a lot. Um, and the second thing was people were complaining about some of its uh, lack of functionality being due to they rushed it out to get it out in time for Force Awakens. And then there's no... But there's no Force Awakens content in the whole game. Yeah. That's outrageous. They have Rogue One characters. It's been over a year. Like, you can't be Rey or Kylo or Finn or Old Han or any of these any of these people. There's no maps. You should just be able to be Chewie. Like, Chewie and Kylo. Just give us that. Can you be Chewy? Yeah, you can definitely be Chewy. Oh, I don't have the downloads. Oh, shit. 
He's one of the, my favorite, actually, heroes. I actually really like Leia. But after a year, they did Bespin, Outer Rim, Death Star, and Scarif, which is mm-hmm. for Rogue One. Yeah. So, like, how many options for... Uh, like, can you imagine fighting in Mos Kanata's Palace? It'd be so fucking sweet. Or Starkiller Base, all the way out in the snow. Yeah. <laughs> Come That'd on, man. That'd be fucking man. sweet. We'd have to start loading the game now. Yeah. I just want to be Kylo, man. Fucking... Mm. Anyways, I don't want to shit on everything. Yeah. <laughs> what other games? Have you been playing any other games? I almost started a fucking KOTOR character. There when I, uh, I really thought about it. I really thought I was. In, I'm just in such a Star Wars mood with Rogue One. I just needed something to play. I really did think about KOTOR, but I didn't want to hook up my 360 backup and everything. I just want the simplicity of just Xbox One is there. I'm just going to use it. Sounded really dumb what I just said, but <laughs> we need to I get failed. the uh, Aperion guy on here, uh, guys. Yeah, who's revamping Kotor? If you guys are big Kotor fans, they are upgrading the shit out of that shit, and it looks yeah. stunning. They just posted some pics from the uh, Tatooine, the Anchorhead port, and the Dune Sea. Looks incredible, like everything else in the fucking game. Jeez. So yeah, Excited. that'll be cool. But I mean, I've really thought about going and play Kotor, Battlefield Four, a little bit of Dark Souls. A little bit of Mass Effect 3, but I've just been in Star Wars mode, so I've been purposely suffering through Battlefront just so I can witness <laughs> space battles and shit. I, I have never, if it's a good game, I will never complain about load screens, but it's I have not to that fucking good of a game, and the load here. screens are like double. Let me say this. I enjoy being the Rebels more than the, uh, the Imperials because we get to take down a huge, a couple giant at in Walker Assault. That's fucking fun. We we get the two points, and then the Y wings come in. It's like a whole like kind of strategy thing. Yeah. And I get my different gadgets. I get to shoot my ion bullshit at them. <laughs> but like when I'm a stormtrooper, I'm just running out and killing guys. You can get in the walkers and stuff. Fuck. But of course, you have to run around and pick up the little tokens. That's the other thing. That I really was a wish big swing and a miss. Just start on each side. Just pull a... Jump in shit and then go into battle. Just pull a fucking... Well, that too. But if you don't want to have vehicles on the map ready to go, just pull a Call of Duty thing. Pick your own perks. After you get three kills, Uh, you get whatever perk you want, man. Yeah, that's true. So, I don't know. I just... You already had the engine. You already had the setup. Do the Battlefield 4. Start on each side of the map and meet in the middle. God damn. Um, Deadpoolio says we need to play Battlefield 4 again. And I said... Tonight, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's hard to beat that game. A few episodes that we were talking about our favorite, if you had to pick three games forever, and I ditched that one because I don't know, I never thought of putting a shooter as a game I could play up for all time. But Battlefield 4, man, like seriously, so it's, it's that good. I, f- I feel like you need a mix of stuff. I would want like an RPG, maybe two if there's if it's really gonna come down to it, like a Mass Effect and Skyrim. And Battlefield. Battlefield. Yeah. So. Who knows? Is what it is. <sighs> Man. <laughs> what else we got? Rogue One? I've got I've got a question that we can get into. Tell me about it's gonna it. It's going to be a difficult one. We got to do... We should do Showdown of the Week. We haven't done that in a few episodes. No. Um, I'm going to do... What are... And I'll start if you want me to. What are your top three... Movies of 2016. Ooh. Ooh. 
<laughs> Mario for that. Uh, let me think back on what came out. Because I'm going to mix up the end of 2015 with the beginning of 2016. Because mm-hmm. that whole winter season, and we're about to get into it again, kind of blurs together. Do you want me to go first all the way through and then you go? I'm just thinking, eh, you can go first. If you already have three in mind. Oh, you can yeah, go I've got them. Yeah, go ahead. I'll think. Number three. <laughs> Blasphemy. Rogue One. I was going to say the exact same thing. Rogue One is my number three. Um, It was obviously my most anticipated movie of the year. It hit on so many points. Um, The more and more I think about it, the character development was a little lackluster. Yeah. Um, But I still like the characters. Yeah. It's definitely a Star Wars fan movie. Yeah. They just didn't develop them as much as I wanted to. K2SO was badass. I teared up when he died. Yeah. Krennic was fucking awesome. The Vader scenes were perfect. It makes four better. I don't know how much more you can get out of that movie. Yeah. If you're not a Star Wars fan, you're not going to like it. But guess what? I like stuff. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> but uh, there are two that I just, I saw and I was like, wow. I, I truly enjoy it and I was left in awe in many, many scenes in Rogue One. But uh, I do think there was a couple things they could have done better. I think I said this last week, but I think the end of Rogue One tricks you. Into everything, thinking it's just the slow amazing. beginning and everything that you didn't like. It was the whole confusing. Battle at the end, and then the Vader scene like yeah. tricks you. Like, oh yeah, that was obviously fucking awesome. Yeah, it was. It was kind of confusing. The characters all over the place. Uh, the bodyguard in front of uh, Saul Guerrero's that weird alien face, dead eyed guy. I mean, oh, probably, two tubes. Two What's tubes. His name? He had two tubes coming Terrible. out of his fucking head. He looked, he, but there was there was no description. Who the fuck is he? I guess you don't That's need how Star it. Star Wars does it. I know, <laughs> but um, it was it's slow start, character yeah. development, blah blah blah. Amazing at the end. Yeah. Overall, it was a great movie. Yes. Number two, Deadpool. I, thought, I think for the first time ever, we're gonna have the same three. I think Deadpool. We never agree. 100%. I didn't expect anything and it just blew my mind it really did i didn't know much about deadpool um what i'm just looking up i want to make sure i didn't fucking miss anything all right all right um i can't say anything i love ryan reynolds deadpool the characters are awesome yeah the superheroes character it it was the most it was the funniest movie i've seen in a fucking long time yeah. It was in within like the past 10 years. Yeah, it was incredible. Um, the action was great. The references were great. Ryan Reynolds was great. The villains were great. It was all great. I fucking loved it. I'm glad. It was funny, great, <laughs> awesome. All right? Yeah. Jesus. I own it. It's about time to watch it again. I, yeah, I bought it on uh, Microsoft. So I got it on my Xbox and on my computer. Yeah. Uh, number I one. Know. I know what it is. Batman Vert. No. <laughs> I wish. I'm going to give an honorable mention. I wanted it to be in there, but I cannot put it in there. It had too many issues. I'll watch it over and over and over, but Batman vs. Superman just didn't cut it. Doctor Strange. Yep. I know. Yeah. Doctor Strange was a <laughs> another one where I just didn't ex- know what to expect. I read his uh, origin story, so I had like a snippet of what it could be. And it fucking was. It just exceeded it. Yeah, it yeah. really did. The powers, the characters, the struggle, 
Dude, Dormammu, I hated him. But they made it fit and work, and he defeated him in, in a way that it made so much sense. It was like, I did not know how you were going to make that guy awesome. Like, yeah, the way you, you can fit an interdimensional demon into your story and make it work. Yeah. I just thought, like, what, if you're that big and that powerful, Dr. Strange, he doesn't exist. Next. Just like, that's it. Done. Yeah. You can't <laughs> yeah. beat that. Yeah. But he does. And it's, it's, it's a great movie. I love Benedict Arnold. <laughs> no, Benedict Cumberbatch was a perfect casting for that. Um, the ancient one was may- maybe the one thing that was just like ah, I liked her. I did like her, and it, and it's not a sex thing, but it was a guy in the comic. In the comic, yeah. And it wasn't that far of a stretch. She did a great job, but it was just like, I don't know. It was like the essence of her. I felt like the one in the comic was a little more upfront. It didn't leave everything all mystical. And like, Maybe well, that was the point. She, I know. she wanted him to figure it out. True. For himself. Yeah. But the one in the comic, I believe, pushed his buttons a lot. And he saw a little bit of that when yeah. he couldn't fucking eat. And she just like, like uh, here's Everest. Stay on Everest. Fucking ski free. Good luck. Ski free. <laughs> <laughs> It's like that, there's some Yoda in that too. Like when Luke gets on Dagobah, he's like stealing his beans and fucking hitting R2 with a stick. Like he's not playing out dumb, front yeah. showing you that he is the master. You have to kind of figure it out. Well, even Stephen Strange walked well, in looked and, at the, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the actual ancient guy and the ancient one was sitting right next to him. Yeah, yeah. So you, that's yours. All right. Um. Well, now I'm I'm double thinking. I'm, I, I'm trying to think like Civil War, but I'm not going to put that in my top three. Yeah, I'm thinking Batman vs. Superman is up there, but There's no. There's like no three of those that I want to bump down to put Batman vs. Superman in. Because I did like that one a lot. More than DC fans, I know that much. I can't. Marvel and Fox? Yeah, I, at least it's a Star Wars, a Marvel, and a Fox movie. Even though it is a Marvel movie. Fox made it. Fox Productions made. Yes, 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 yes. Fox Studios. You don't want to put Suicide Squad in there? It's 19th on my list. Whatever last is, that's where it is. <laughs> How many I'm movies? Looking, were I'm made? looking through uh, 2016. There's some other ones. Yeah. Um, Fantastic Beast. I haven't seen that yet. Suicide Squad. X Men Apocalypse. Not gonna happen. Ghostbusters. I still haven't seen Ghostbusters. BBS, 31, Jungle Book. God, I forgot about 31. You said you hated it, though. It was just not up to par for him. I'm kind of tired of those actors. Just tired of them. Yeah, I know. Like, it was fun for two movies. Then three was like, okay. And now he's getting like four and five. I'm like, dude, get find someone else. Find anyone else. I'm really torn about this top three right now <laughs> like I love Deadpool but I also love Batman vs Superman I don't know what to do that's, that's fine I think Batman vs Superman had too many issues it was amazing <laughs> too many issues it was too it good was, that's, how, that's the struggle because it it was really good but the whole um what's a f- fuck <laughs> apocalyptico what, what, what was his name <laughs> Doomsday. Doomsday. <laughs> Apocalypto. <laughs> Mel Gibson movie. Is I don't know. Um, 
it was, that was a struggle. The, it was a slow start, but I liked the nitty gritty. That was a DC movie. I fucking liked it. And I'm happy not everyone liked it. Yeah. Because, oh, it wasn't enough. I'm like, dude, I'm fuck. happy not everyone loved Rogue One, too. Fuck them. I don't care. It was nitty gritty. People died. There was murder. I fucking liked it. All right. I don't think I got, I got any douche chills moments. I said I got a lot, right? I don't think I got any douche chills moments in Deadpool or Doctor Strange. <laughs> and I did when fucking Doomsday came on screen in BBS. I think for the first time, we have the same exact rank and thought on things. Yeah. Rogue One I is thought three. maybe you would Deadpool try to two. squeeze like Civil War instead of Deadpool or something. I, well, I watched Civil War a second time here at home and it was too long for what it was. I'm just not all into that. I'm not all into, look at all these flashy characters against these flashy characters. I'm just yeah. like, I get it. There's a, there's a three trilogy for every fucking character you have on screen except for Spider-Man and Black Panther. Uh, seriously, it's like, get come, him, I, I, fine, one or two I people it. had been killed. Totally I, different story. Oh, like I you talked about. Hoping Tony yeah. died. Yeah. Cap had him. I'm just like, fucking rip that thing out, shove <laughs> it down his throat, end him, end him. Yeah. Oh, but we're Marvel and we want to make a little bit more money. So that's up there, and BBS is up there, but I think I have to agree. Rogue Not One, Deadpool, switch him. And Deadpool then, might be number one. No, I was going to say Deadpool might be number three, and Rogue One might be number two. I but, see. Deadpool didn't have a uh, mind-reading squid in it, so. Yeah. <laughs> so, I got you. Doctor Strange, Deadpool, Rogue One. This is a historic moment for Rogue Squadron. <laughs> we said the same thing. <laughs> same thing. Same letters. Same thing, man. Oh, man. We got some uh, shit going on here in the, in the Twitch chat. My computer's so far away, I can't see. They're going to have to narrate for us, Mobar. Well, uh, I hello. open another beer. I'm triggered right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best intro to any conversation ever. Uh, is there any audience interaction up there? No, because that would be fucking pigs. Well, I don't even know what the fuck's coming on. I don't know what's happening. S- BVS sucked so much. Are they just shouting Come at on, each other Deadpoolio. now? Deadpoolio's a hoe. Come on, you fucking hoe. Shoe on head, shoe on... I don't know. I'm gone. All right. All right. <laughs> well, that was fun. <sighs> well, are you reading anything? No. You're not reading that? No. Big book down there? You tried a little bit? I was, actually. Graham Hancock, um, his f- not his first book, but his first of two, Fingerprints of the Gods. I've got it. I opened I, it I got, up to the first chapter and I read like a page. I'm like, that's going to be thick reading. It's that- really, it's research based. Like it's uh, a lot of research. I got, I dove deep into that shit for like a month. Um, and it was after Dr. Strange too, because Graham's whole thing is all of these crazy ancient wonders that we see all have things in common. And we don't know exactly what they are, but whatever we think is going on, like Egypt is from like 5,000 BC a hell of a lot older than that. We just don't know what happened because we don't have any records except for the pyramid, except for stones sitting there. So that, all this ancient, like... Techno- lost technology. Lost technology, ancient mysteries. And it was right after we saw Doctor Strange. So all this stuff together got me thinking, like, some of the magical, mystical shit in Doctor Strange could have been happening a long time ago. Everything got wiped out in the giant flood. 
that Graham talks about like 12,000 years ago, whatever it is. And then only a few people across the globe have memories of this knowledge, like the ancient one. And she's teaching it to the right people. Oh. You know what I mean? So then my mind started spinning. I started reading it. I'm a little over halfway through, but I put it down like two weeks ago. I had to take a break. It's kind of that I've always thought. It's just hard to think about that for too long. It's Even before I, I heard that from anyone, I had always thought in the back of my mind, like, there's got to be something that happened historically that basically pressed the reset button. When we look back, even at the, our age and our technology, and we still don't understand how they made the pyramids. Yeah. There's some lost technology yeah. that they knew and we don't. Yeah. And it's like, what would it take for another reset button? So let's say we have, well, right now we have all this awesome stuff and something wipes us out other than like, let's say, let's go extreme, like 50 people. They're not worried about the internet. They're not worried about f- f- fucking the, uh, electricity. Twitch streaming. They're they're worried about living. And yeah. throughout thousands of years, they look back and they find, I don't know. In order for them to survive, they have to forget about all that stuff. But think about like stuff that's past world, like Amazon. How how did we find an iPhone in America and in Asia? They're like, dude, that would take years of travel. And, oh, I got you. I see and what it's, you're but it's the same model. So like, and it's got the same year on it. You're like, what the fuck is this? That's a good way to put it, too. And people are just like, there must have been flying, flying beam, like, or just everyone's hand making them, everyone. They look perfect. Or yeah. like, you got to work backwards through that mindset and just like, how? Yeah. And now it's, we're doing the same thing, looking at these rocks that floated up a goddamn mountain and we're just like oh, what how did they do that yeah what's even crazier than the pyramids though is um i can't remember the name of the city sac say well man i think it is it's in south america these giant walls with huge huge blocks of stone they're all different shapes but they're all literally like fitted together in a perfect jigsaw yeah. pattern you can't fit anything a sheet of paper between it and they weigh like hundreds of tons each. Like, how do those get shaped and fitted together in the right way? How do they get moved there? Shit, like, I, I start I tripping out over that shit, man. It's crazy. But do you figure, like, masons nowadays should be able to just be like, oh, this is how they did it. They can't. But they have no fucking clue. Because Without, you like, can't a laser move the thing. level and, and, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Dude, I think the pinnacle <laughs> of what we're looking at, our technology, is a 3D printer. Make something fake on computer, click, there it is in real life. Yeah. You fucking kidding me. Yeah. And with virtual reality, like, wow. Um, there's one simple aspect of all of his research and all this stuff that I've read about that just tells me something bigger is at work. And it's the fact that all of these sites all across the world, the way they're built aligns with some constellation or something in the sky. Mm-hmm. That I, alone, I just, just something... I think that's just that's too much easily explained with like religion and constellations all together. So if I'm in Portugal and I believe that constellation is important and we build our entire city and then around that constellation and we grow, even if it's a thousand years later, people are going to still know this city was based off that constellation. Let's move over here. What are we going to do? Fucking build this city, that constellation. Are you kidding me? It worked over there. But I'm talking about like 
from South America to Africa. Yeah, that's fine. We can move wherever you want. I'm building it to that constellation. (laughs) Been good to us. It's too deep to think about, really. It's not deep enough. (laughs) God damn. It goes deep. So So let's apply this. Let's apply this to Star Wars. Okay. When we look at something like the Old Republic, say Luke came across the Star Forge. Uh-oh, someone's triggered. Well, I don't want to end the conversation. He said, are Chirrut and Bay's brothers? I said, I just no. said, nah. I, want to con- I don't want to uh-uh. lose track. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> no, they're probably not brothers. They're lovers. Her lover? <laughs> um, Keep going. I don't know. I'm just trying to... Like the grand... <clears throat> like there's intergalactic... Space travel, yeah, at like Luke's time, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how to put that into perspective. Mass Effect talks a lot about that, which is why I love one reason why I love it. Yeah, how it's like lost. Yeah, the Protheans. It's the exact. Yeah. Uh, and lost if you finish technology. the whole trilogy, it's the it's the exact thing. Yeah. Have you finished three? I haven't finished two. Can I spoil it or no? No. Okay. So I really don't know. It's um, but it goes. You already know that from the first one about the Reapers and everything. So he kind of the Reaper that you talk to explains like there's just cycles. They just keep yeah. repeating everything. Lines up. I mean, if you think how long fifty thousand years actually is, like civilization's only a couple thousand years old, man. Mm-hmm. You could hit the reset button and get back to iPhones. But that's the thing. You'll never get back to where you were. Well, it'll be a totally it, different track. It takes so fucking much to get here. And everything has to align perfectly to get here and right now. If we press the erase button, it's impossible to get back to here. True, but it'll form a different yeah. path. Well, well like, like we said, we're going to learn different technology yes. because different people are going to have different thoughts and have different problems to solve. And it's going to go that way. We're here. Yeah. Fuck that constellation. Dude. Tripping. Just think of like tripping balls right now. What what music would have been? Like, is there is or there if like music a, would have been? That's what I'm saying. Is there a common thing, common element between all of those thousands of years? I don't know. People are <laughs> pissed down here. I don't know. Uh, Kerner's rant and Raven. He said he sent us notes about audio commentary from episode three about his argument, so we can hear about Lucas explaining how Palpatine's good guy. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll uh, listen to yeah, that. Oh, yeah, totally. Episode uh, 300. Want it. <laughs> totally. No, I just, that's the last book I read. I'm glad you brought it up because I actually forgot about it for a few weeks. I'm going to bust through uh, the second Harry Potter. After I get through that, if I'm still in a reading mode, I might jump onto a, a canon Star Wars. Some, sometimes those are, it's hard to get into for me. Well, like, I tried to go chronologically, and we started with Dark Disciple. Couldn't do I it. I just couldn't <laughs> do it, man. That's that's one thing that I will never do, is I will not read a book I don't like. If I I could get three quarters of the way into it, and if something happens, it could even end up perfect. But if the book just goes downhill, yeah. I'm done. I'm not yeah. going to waste my time trying to get back to where it was. Yeah. And it's, and it's bad, because I think it, the book ended up being good, but the uh, Dan Brown... Um, not angels and demons. The other other da one. Da Vinci Code. Da Vinci Code. First one. Read like ninety percent. I said, eh. I lost my interest. In. 
Dude, I had like 30 pages left. I'm just like, eh, I just lost interest. You had it. You had it this far. That happens sometimes, man. Even a movie was just like, oh my God, what the fuck? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah, I lost interest. They were running and running. Have you read that, The Da Vinci Code? Have you seen the movie? any of them. I did, but it was a long time ago. It's not a bad movie. I don't remember. Tom Hanks is kind of. It's about the Ark of the Covenant, right? It's about the Holy Grail. Which is the Ark of the Covenant. Same thing. Is it? Yeah. Never heard it called that. Yeah. Ark of the Covenant. Yeah. Holy Grail. I I think it's a super interesting theory. Yeah. That everyone's looking for Graham talks about at some point. Yeah. Yeah. And you get lost in that translation. So even if they had like detailed instructions of how to build the pyramids. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, use a wicket. And we're like, fucking wicket? I can't use wicket. (laughs) He's a little guy. Lost in translation. Graham, I actually heard Graham explain how he got started on this whole track, and it was because of that. He's a, he was a journalist, and he was doing something in Ethiopia, and he came across this, probably closely lines up with fucking uh, Indiana Jones, but he came across this, uh, what? What? I just like where we put cuss words. It, li- it lines up with fucking. <laughs> this is how it happened. <laughs> lines up with fucking. Sure, All man. right. It closely probably like fucking. <laughs> now you got me like thinking of where I'm gonna put my words. <laughs> Sometimes I don't put them anywhere; they just happen. Fucking. Yeah. But he was a journalist. He was in Ethiopia, and he came across like a church or a temple of priests talking about the Ark of the Covenant. And they obviously said, "No, no, you can't see it. It's like a mystical, sacred, holy thing." And then that interest sparked him on this entire journey. Who was that? Ben Kenobi? Yeah. Ted. Yeah. Tween. Ark of Coruscant. <laughs> the Ark of the course. Maybe maybe think about that on a very simple general yeah. sense in Star yep. Wars. Yeah. How the admirals on the Death Star felt about Darth Vader and his ancient religion. Yep. Like that doesn't exist. Don't bullshit. Yeah, like, wait a don't second. bullshit me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh Jason says those are two different Indiana Jones movies. Oh, yeah. Holy Grail is the cup. Sorry. Like the cup. The chalice. The goblet fucking thing. Yeah. From King Arthur and shit, right? Yeah. Sorry. I said Holy Grail. I know, and I thought it was a different name for Ark of the Covenant, so my bad. Oh, Ark of the Covenant's the wrong thing. Are you saying that? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yes, I thought they were two different names for the same thing, but I was wrong. The Holy Grail was in the Dan Brown book. Holy Grail. It was a search for the Holy Grail. Uh, I don't know. We're drinking. Let's it's drink it 7. up. 7.1%, man. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Mm. Let's do really... Uh-oh. 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 Pissed. Close. <laughs> Beer got pissed. Look at that. <laughs> Let's do really quick predictions for episode eight. Since we're only a year away. Ark is the box. The Holy Grail is the cup inside the box. I thought the Ark had the Old Testament or the Ten Commandments. I'm done. I'm <laughs> done. Predictions for episode eight. Yeah. Uh, Luke is Ray's father. Let's 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 <laughs> just start because this is going to be the first. I was going to start with this that. is going to be the first movie that starts consecutively. Now we've had Rogue One ends consecutively. 
but this one's the first one that like here Luke done all right here it is is that confirmed yeah <laughs> Your eye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I was just going to list like, off like ideas outside of who's who lays Leia's who Ray's parents are. Is I'm going to give you some questions. Speedball. Do it. Will Luke train Ray? I think so. Will Chewie die? No. Why not? No. Will the Falcon blow up? I certainly hope so. It's a piece of junk. I would certainly <laughs> like to. <laughs> I would certainly like to. Um, I I kind of think. God, what? Okay, I'm gonna put something out there. Tell me how you feel. Based Are, on the before you start, based on the Falcon thing. The reason I say that, by the way, before you fanboys get livid, I'm. <sighs> We were mad it's about old technology. We were mad about the New Hope parallels. They needed to earn the trust of the fans. Mm-hmm. They made a good movie while making parallels. So now they're open, especially after Rogue One, to do what they want to do. Now that they're open to that, I hope they start chopping off some of those old things. They already did with Han. So Han's dead. I hope the Falcon blows up. Chewie should never die. C-3PO and R2 <laughs> can get fucked. Like, we need to start getting rid of those things. Because if their journey to get into a new era of Star Wars is to keep going forward, that's fine. But you just can't keep... And that was the plague of the old Legends books. They kept Luke, Han, and Leia through everything. You need to start getting rid of those characters. Yeah. So, but continue. So, yes, I hope the Falcon blows up. Well, I was going to surprise you with something, but you already said it. I already said it. Too smart. If R2 blows the fuck up... Mm. Will you shed a tear? No. I will. Dude, that's like... I can't say that because it depends on how it's going to be, you know? He's in every movie. Every fucking movie. He's in... He's in the Bane books. I guarantee you in the background. (laughs) He's every fucking where. R2 is Star Wars. This is where I want to put it. And I even, like, felt it while I was watching Harry Potter. When Hedwig dies in seven, in seven part one, I think. Yeah. It's just like, Hedwig can't die. She's always there. And is, no, she's not, bitch. It's <laughs> yeah. like, wait a second. No. Yeah. I think maybe it was, yeah, it was six. Because I, I think at this point, C-3PO, which is, I hate that I have to say this, but he will be more useful alive than R2-D2. R2-D2 is old as fuck. Get him out of there. He's old technology. He, he Are you going to DLC him until the new shit comes out? <laughs> like, you just get the new model. Get the Xbox One. He needs, step like, the fuck up. adapters to yes. fit his, like, apparatus yes. and the fucking controls Dude, and shit. He doesn't have Bluetooth. S- sign the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> but a C-3PO go... He can at least talk. He still does his job. Not, mm-hmm. not over 50 years, our new language is going to be learned. And if they are, you Six can just million add them to four, his programming. Yeah. Yeah. Done. And it can build him to be uh, upgradable. Done. So get rid of R2. I hate it, but I love it. Move on. <laughs> BB-8's the future, which is the crazy thing. R- R2 dying would destroy me, Jason says. It would destroy R2. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on how it happens, I don't know. I, I don't see... You know what's crazy? I don't see... A more epic 
death than K2SO in all of Star Wars. Other than, I mean, I'd say maybe Palpatine, but you don't see him a lot. Darth Vader, but you don't really see him die. Like K2SO sacrifices himself. He's in the middle of like sending people off. Yeah. Yeah. Four, five, and six wouldn't happen if he didn't lock that door, defend it, and die yelling, just get the fuck out. Gotta climb. Climb! Climb! It's like... <gasps> yeah. Yeah, that was, is the rough, most man. epic... I seriously... I'm, I can't think of a more epic death in Star Wars. That meant more. Luke wouldn't have even been... Able to blow the dust, yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say maybe Yoda, but if Yoda's if Yoda didn't die, it wasn't epic though. He just, just ate his beans and fell asleep. He fell. He fell asleep, <laughs> choking on his own farts. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah, so that would be sad, but yeah, that's crazy that a droid you know what actually death. would be sadder is BB-8. More dying. sad, more sad? mess sad. <laughs> is BB-8 dying? I don't know. I don't care. I, Fuck I, it. I don't care. It doesn't matter. I think K2SO is not do you can you think of anything else that be that it was more epic? I can't really think right now. So Qui-Gon? Wasn't epic. It's pretty fucking epic. You know what I, I really wanted was the issue was it was epi- Tell me about it, it was episode 1997 or 1977. Episode <laughs> <laughs> 1977. <laughs> But if Ben died in a crazy epic way, which they didn't know, but because of the buildup, he yeah. does fucking everything, creates Darth Vader, and then it's just disappeared. Ben! Come on, man. No! <laughs> what kind of boyish pedophilia yell was that in episode four? Yeah. Like, he's known this old, dusty dude. For a day. Well, probably a week. I doubt it. Because they, they saw oh, they saw Alderaan blow up. Now that we've seen the hyperspace travel times in Rogue Done. One, I literally think Jin and her crew get to Scarif. The rebels on Yavin find out, and their fleet gets there in, like, 10 minutes. So yeah. the, the events of Rogue One and A New Hope probably take place over the course of, like, three days. So, I mean, it would make sense because if you went into hyperspace and you went at light speed, you would lose no time. Going light speed is faster than light, but it still takes a hell of a fucking long time to get across the galaxy. But you would lose no time. That's what I'm saying. Depends. I don't think it Time's does. relative. Yeah, it is. I don't if, think as it we does. Saw in Interstellar, yeah, it's relative. I think in it, orbit, that, that scene in Interstellar, in orbit and on the planet, on the planet, it's it felt like... 10 minutes, and in orbit, it was like 30 years or something crazy shit. I know. That's what I'm saying, because they're going fast in orbit. If you go up to the speed of light, if you go to the speed of light, time stops. If you go beyond the speed of light, you actually go into the future. And they played with that in Interstellar too. But um, that's what I'm saying. If you just go the speed of light in the Star Wars universe, let's just take Interstellar's rules, for example. Go to the speed of light. It doesn't take time. It just happens. Now, you will physically be on the ship for as long as light takes to travel there. It could be a week. But you're going to show up immediately on the other side. 
I see what you mean. That's how I think that's I hope that's how they're gonna be built. That's a good way to say it though. That's interesting. Because it's light isn't instant, but it's as, as fast as time is kind of the, the We argument. don't know. So if we we're fighting battle and you yet. and you did light speed, yeah. I'm going point <laughs> thousand of light speed. <laughs> I can't do it. And you're just bop here. You just learned a new force power on a fucking ship. You up, you fucking leveled up three three things, put more chokes on your tears. Trees? Skyrim, anybody? But that's what I'm saying. I I I, I think that fits both theories. I think Stop that fits I think that fits your theory of it happens now, but you're still on it for a week. Very that gives Obi-Wan and Luke time to piddle paddle. Yeah. But they still get there immediately. That's even more trippy brain thoughts that it's I can't hear right now. Yeah. So back to episode eight predictions. It's <laughs> kind of where we started off from. I was going to jump to Kylo. Everyone dies except for Kylo and, and Ray. I, and I said, I was going to say, I didn't say it yet. I'm going to, I'm going to say it right now. I'm about to say it. My thought. I'm going to say it right now about Kylo. Do it, though. Okay, gotcha. Um, Kylo, over the course of episode eight, is either going to come back to the light side because of Luke. No. Or he's going to fall even deeper and deeper and be a complete, twisted, dark side badass under Snoke. You know what I think is going to happen? Because you got to think, we ended seven. Snoke told Hux to get Kylo off the planet, but Kylo is fucked up. His yeah. arm's cut, his hip has been shot by Chewie's bowcaster, and his face is sliced in half. So, we don't know what his emotion is when he comes back to consciousness from after that fight. Snoke led me into this shit, and I almost died. So, see ya. Or is he going to trust more in Snoke and his training and just tap deeper into the dark well, side? So, this is the weird This is the weird thing for me. It's like one or the other. Let's have it. So, this is the weird thing for me. Let's put it in Vader, Vader Emperor terms. Okay. When Vader goes to Mustafar, yeah. which the Emperor told him to fucking do, and failed, Sidious shows up and gets fucking pissed. Why didn't you do this? You're a piece of shit. I'm going to put you in this itchy suit that you're going to... All you do is chafe all day. Fuck you. By the way, go rule my galaxy for me. <laughs> is it going to be that sort of thing? Like, you failed... I'm gonna still teach you, but fuck you. I'm gonna always, I'm gonna be a woman and always hang that shit over your head. Remember that one time? Remember that one? But yeah, I don't think Snoke can run a galaxy. I don't think he can do what Kylo's doing. They played that mystery well. We have I, no idea what he can and I, cannot do. I don't know. This is the biggest. I know we don't know Ray's parents. We don't know anything about Kylo, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Finn, Ray, whatever. Yeah. The biggest thing is uh, Snoke's yeah. agenda. Yeah. What about it? Not only do we not know who Snoke is, but what the fuck is he trying to do? I don't care who he is. We don't even know what he's trying to do. I care who he is. I, I mean, at that point, I really don't. He could be put a, put a Plagueis on him. I don't give a damn. But what good. is he trying to do? Why does he? Why did he choose Kylo? He's clearly not like up to par. He's There's, the only one there. 
He's the only human who could do it. He's the only human to turn the dark side. I just I don't know. really, I think Snoke is the key. Kylo and Ray are just players. Players in the game. People are pissed. I just looked back. It was it's we missed it by a few minutes, but Kerner said, Fuck Indiana Jones. Talk about episode eight. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. It was just we got sidetracked, man. Oh those, shit. Those are movies that I need to rewatch. I think I've seen like the first I've two. only seen the first one once. I don't remember a single thing. I've Except seen, for Nazis. That's all I remember. Name the first three. Can we do it? Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yes. Uh Temple of Doom. And I don't know the third one. Fourth one is Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Raiders of the Lost Ark. The Temple of Doom. I said those already. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I was going to go back to Snoke. I don't care about Indiana Jones. And Snoke. A Phantom Menace. <laughs> Shit. Yes, you got it. Right. Return of the Jedi. A Phantom. Return. Uh, <laughs> we don't know anything about Snoke. I'm going to ask you this. I'm, I'm going to ask you a question. Ah! Will, All right. in episode eight or nine, or will Luke Skywalker die? Uh, By nine, I hope so, yeah. I hope he has a Yoda-style death in episode nine. I don't think he will. He better. I really think... He needs to. He's fucking 70. Yeah, but he's, he's the Jedi. He is it. Because the the crazy thing, what where they put the predicament was, Kylo killed, killed. We don't know a hundred percent. He killed the Jedi, the train, the the new Jedi Order. He fucked them. And I think maybe Ray was like the savior. Shoot her over there. No one will find her. Portions take care of her. And I'll just chill here and watch my Netflix until she shows up. Because I I sent the lightsaber to. Uh, Moss. I yeah, Amazon it to Moss. So if she's worthy, she'll find me. And if not, then we're done here. Yeah. I think I he, mean the Sith are gone, so it might make sense that Stu Bendis kind of was talking about if the Jedi just phase out. And whatever Sith comes it. up from that is not the Jedi, it's the light side in some well, some th- format, some I religion. I th- think it was the whole Luke tried so hard to do the right thing. The Jedi order again. And he failed. And he felt just like I can't, I can't do, do that. I can't yeah. do that anymore. I'm yeah, not gonna try to, to. I'm not gonna try to build the Jedi back up again just to have one motherfucker go bad and fuck him up again. That goes back to Palpatine's entire plot. The Jedi Order doesn't need to be built back up because as soon as you start building it back up like that, you're creating yourself as a certain source of power in the galaxy, and that can start to conflict with things. Yeah, it's because then you start kind of trying struggle. to do the right thing, like opposing what you say is good on people. Yeah, defending planets, killing enemies, and then it, you're kind of back in the same whole system. So just like we don't have Sith in Episode Seven, Kylo is a dark side knight, dark side soldier, whatever the fuck you want to call him. Dark side Jedi. <laughs> what do you mean? That's what they're called. No, a dark Jedi. Yeah. No, no, he's not called a dark Jedi. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yes, he is. No, Stupendous told us specifically. Stupendous doesn't know shit. He doesn't know. R2 blows up tomorrow. He's a dark side warrior. He's a dark Jedi. No, he's not. He was trained as a... Uh, They don't call him that, though. What was he trained as? Just give it to me. (sighs) 
Why nephew. was he trading? He was nephew. a trade. Dark side nephew. <laughs> yes. Yes, I'll accept that. Yes. So he's a dark family member. But I'm saying, just like we have no Sith in seven, we may also have no Jedi. Luke tries to build the order back up. It fails. His nephew kills everyone. And now he's at the point where he's not going to turn Rey away, but he's also not going to start the Jedi Order again because the Jedi may, may as well be dead. Or starting the Order and the religion and the, the structure and everything could bring back old so power are, struggles. Will they just flip it? So when I talk about the Knights of Ren, yeah. do you think they all have lightsabers? I don't know. Well, let's say they do. Let's say there's multiple dark Jedi. Now, who do we have on the light side? We have a Vader, Rey, and an Emperor, Luke. Now, we're, they're just going to be those two against this army. Yeah. Army. But what if they flipped it like that? Yeah. It's possible. I That's like possible. <laughs> yeah, we don't see... How in many that, pod that, races are we going to see in episode eight? Hopefully a hundred. In that, <laughs> in that vision, Kylo is the only one that draws his lightsaber in that in that group. Maybe because he only he that doesn't only mean that, that the other ones don't have lightsabers. Because there could be a thing like imagine this: what if Kylo? Some it's probably already been written in a book. We just haven't fucking read it yet. Stupendous is going to tweet know. us tomorrow. I'm like fuckers. <laughs> Try hard. <laughs> um, he could have started. In secret, gathering a group of Jedi Padawans that wanted to defect. And he just called it the Knights of Ren or Ren or whatever the fuck. What if it was Ezra? And then at a certain point, decided to... What if the Ezra crew from Rebels was the Knights of Ren? The Ezra as Snoke theory becomes less ridiculous the more I watch Rebels. Because Maul... They can't. They can't. Maul starts to dig his claws into Ezra... More and more. What if Maul? No, because the he's, horns was human. You think? Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't know if he's human. He's so fucked up that you don't really know. Ezra's not out of the question for me. Now that I've caught up in Rebels, it's let's not out walk of the question. that path though. Let's say Snoke is as Ezra is Snoke. So he's learning from a a Maul, like. Is that why Snoke has no fucking clue what the what he's just mad? He's just mad. He has no one left to teach him. Yeah, but why is he teaching Kylo? Like, I just I don't think he has enough reason. <laughs> well, they, they left a, us enough time that rebels can finish in, in such a way to give yeah. us that. You know what I mean? If they pin they still got like two years left. What's his name? Canon? Kanan. Kanan. If they pin Kanan and and Ezra? Ezra turns to the dark side, kills Kanan, while all the other rebel clue, crew are at Scarif in that battle. And then Ezra's just, fuck this. Because the, re- there, the reason there needs to be like a change of character. You can't just be mad. Well, you can't like, have even a change a, of character over I know, a few but episodes. that's what I'm saying. Like, it's starting to happen, though. So I got, the, I got halfway through that season. I, I know he's, he's tempted. Maul's in his head, too. Maul's in my head. I fucking there's love him. There's a scene. It's not really a spoiler, but there's a scene at the beginning of the episode. Hera's trying to give battle plans for a new mission. And Ezra hears Maul, like, talking to him in his head. And then he sees visions of Maul, like, around the base. And he thinks it's him. And he runs up to a rebel soldier because in his head, he thinks he sees it as Darth Maul. And he pins him to the ground and, like, takes out his lightsaber. He's about to kill him. 
because he thinks it's Darth Maul. That's what he sees. So, yeah, make sure you get that, please, everyone. High fidelity recording. It's chewy. <laughs> um, but now that I've seen this, and also one of the things that did it for me was maybe, Maul's entrance in season two. Maybe we're underestimating Maul. Because I just... And maybe just come from where we come from, all we see is episode one, and we're just like, oh, that cut the done. Well, the weird thing is like, that they can just write whatever they want now. I know. Now but the he was a, back, they can just do whatever. I thought he was a piece of shit. They might not even have thought it out yet. In Clone Wars. I really didn't. I like Savage better than, than Maul in Clone Wars. That's the single worst name for any fictional character of all time. Savage, Savage Oppression. Yes. That's so... What's this, I what's cringe this? every single time he's on the screen. <laughs> it's so bad. He makes sense, though. I get, like, the Darth Maul, Darth Sidious, sadistic, Darth Vader, Savage Oppress. Oppress is an actual word. It's not <laughs> a last name. Ugh. Anyways. Yeah. Because of Maul's entrance in uh, end of season two of Rebels, he's pissed. He's trying to get revenge on Kenobi. He's trying to kill Palpatine, whatever. And then he just stops. Goes into Malachor, hides, and waits for the right moment. So it's not out of the question that something big could happen to Ezra at the end of Rebels. And he decides to go into hiding, train, meditate, chill for 15, 20 years until Kylo pops up. How many Sith have died running to a planet and waiting? I'm just going to wait for the right moment. Wow, I'm really fucking... (laughs) (laughs) Not a very good hunter. This shit sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't. I just. I feel like the issue with that is that is not the Sith way. He's not a true Sith. Sith are gone, though. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you should because they're yes. gone, man. Dude, just think about it. Would Sidious just sit there and wait and do nothing? Sidious is dead. I don't care. Would Vader sit there and do nothing? They're both dead. Maul is going to just go somewhere and sit there and wait. You have Sith training. I don't care if it was complete or if you were an assassin. Why wouldn't you go and do something to take over the galaxy? Well, why wouldn't, you're not even searching for more power. You're not even a true Sith. That's why I like his new arc, though, because he did try to do that. He did come back and recruit his brother and go on a rampage and try to start a crime organization and kill Sidious. And well, none the, of it worked. Well, the big he didn't try to kill Sidious. He tried to prove himself to Sidious again. But because Sidious already has Vader, get the fuck out of here, So he's Maul. over all that. That's what I mean. He tried the raging bull, charging everything and try to kill people. And now he's biding his time, trying to plot. Trying to... Like one episode by one episode, get Ezra over to as his apprentice. What if he Maul, calls him his apprentice the entire time? Yeah, I love it. I love how like, it gets you're my under. Apprentice. Uh, Doesn't matter. Kanan's pissed. I love it. Hey, apprentice, come I here. Kanan's like, I'm gonna fucking murder you. Yeah. What if Maul is Ray? <laughs> Great. <laughs> I love it. No, I, I, I'm not. Ezra as Snoke sounded dumb, but now that I've caught up, it's not out of the question. I hope it is. I, we just, we got, really got to see how season three ends. What we are, as Star Wars fans, have just been... I don't even like Star Wars. Choked out with is connections. Family connections, character connections. Why don't we just have Ezra 
die. And Snoke takes over. Can we please just... Yeah. I mean, if Disney really wants to change stuff, don't connect every fucking thing that... Oh, there's another character on screen? Oh, I wonder how he connects with fucking Plagueis. That's partly our fault for being like, oh, God. This could be that. It's fan theory. Yeah. But it's just... I hope they start twisting the knob the other way where these are new characters, guys. Well, if they really want to do that, they would just say, no one knows who Ray's parents are. Daisy Ridley already said that. She said she thought it was obvious. No, she said... Ray's parents have not been on screen yet. But she also said that she thought it was clear after episode seven that who they were. What? No. Yeah. Must that, be Han and Leia yeah. then. If it's if it's gonna be that obvious, we don't even know if Luke was married or even has a dick. We know <laughs> Han has a working dick and can bang up Leia. He's got a working dick, working ship. Working partner. And works. Yeah. Well, I mean, there were a lot of weird connections. it's so fucking obvious, Daisy. What the (laughs) fuck? I bypassed the compressor. You what? Bypassed the compressor. I don't know what the fuck. All the little interplay between her and Han and Seven. I don't know. Whatever. That's why I like the whole, the whole, do you have a name? Ray. And he looks at her like, that's what they're calling you nowadays? Susie? (laughs) Susie Q. I have a feeling you just see I don't know if it's just Harrison Ford it's not have listen up I wonder if it's just Harrison Ford being a great actor and I'm reading into it too much but like when he's talking to Ray you can see like regret on his face like I I know who you are I I shouldn't have done X Y and Z I shouldn't have left you there. I shouldn't have abandoned you. But, and and you're talking about all the strife. I've never seen a planet with so much green. Fuck my life. I left my fucking only daughter on that sand bitch planet Clone with, of with Uncar portions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, it's maybe, there, you can make a strong case for Luke or Han. Really? I. You know what I hope it is? It's Han with an, I've said it before, with, with another lady. I hope it's Han outside of Leia. Han but that would not with one of the Luke's Jedi Knights or something. Yeah. Just be sensitive. He got around. Or she's Immaculate Conception like Vader. Yeah. Okay, guys. That was he a could lot. also be surprised at all of her skills just because she grew up fending for herself and happens to be really smart. He could just be like, oh shit, this girl's know every everything's about this ship right now. What's going on? I don't. Why does, why does every every smart, strong being have to be born on a sand planet as a junker? Skywalker. I don't know. Guess we'll find out in three hundred and fifty-seven days. What if I just I just really feel like they're gonna dangle some stupid shit over our head and eight. They're gonna answer like everything but one, and they'll be like, "Snoke, you don't know what fuck." If who they he is. continue to do things right, then yes, they will. What if Snoke is keep us around for more years? That'd be awesome. I approve that 100%. Empire all the way. Who says Snoke's uh, Force-sensitive? No one. We don't know. What if it was some fucking Tarkin guy? Like, just fuck the Jedi. 
They ruined my life. They ruined my family's life. They destroyed my planet. Blah, really blah, cool. blah. It'd be really cool to see someone that knows, that studied like the Jedi Order and the Sith Order and can still train him, but just doesn't have any Force-sensitive power of his own. That'd be like really Thrawn. interesting. Yeah. I don't know a lot about Thrawn's Thrawn, but everyone seems to fucking love him and he's blue. He's in Rebels now. He's in Rebels now? You said you watched half a season, you fucking liar. I did watch it. I've watched four or five episodes. He shows up in the first episode. What? Caught him. You did not. He did not. Yeah. Watching it. Watch, watch it again. Maybe episode two, but still. You have to be pushing it. Nope. I swear to God, I've watched minimum two or three episodes. Because they, they're they doing the whole uh, holocron thing. Yeah. yeah. Maul and Ezra, yeah. Thrawn has not showed up yet. And that's like three episodes in. No, he has a cameo in the first episode. Fuck, I missed it. Fell asleep. <laughs> that's how good it is. <laughs> yeah, Fell asleep. Great. Uh, all right, guys. Yeah. Rogue Squadron Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. It's a longer our, episode than usual, man. Yeah, well, we got deep. Got ranting on those fucking Egyptian pyramids and shit. Both Commander and I's favorite movies from three to one. Rogue One, Deathpool, <laughs> and Doctor Strange. Uh, let us know what your top three are and in what order. Uh, it'd be awesome to hear from you guys. Our beer review of the episode was Snake Dog by Fl- Flying Dog Brewery. Flying Dog, if you guys are a beer drinker, if you can find Flying Dog, they have a beer called Raging Bitch. They have their Blood Orange. They have this. Everything's really fucking good, guys. They really... I can't say anything else. It's really fucking good. Drink it! Um, Before we leave, go to Apple Store or goddamn Google Play and download Rogue Squadron Podcast app. You guys... It has all of our audio, all of our video. It has uh, pictures from our events, social media links, social media links. It, it uh, you can leave us a message. You can send us a photo of yourself. How does the uh, God? Please don't do that. <laughs> I guess this you can do that on Instagram. Like, <laughs> um, what? Where does the uh, message actually show up? There's actually a message board on the app, so if you so we have to leave check a, it, leave a message, it will show up there. Anyone else that's looking at the app will be able to see. Where it. can they leave a voice message? They can leave a voice message at a few different things. Basically, you can just record something and email it to us if you want. Podcast at gmail.com. or if you want to get ultra fancy, just go to rogueswatchingpodcast.com slash voicemail. And there's a little widget there. You can just click record a message, and then we'll hear it. If it meets our standards, we'll play it on the show. Talk back to you. I was actually listening to an old episode about we were trying to, we were doing the thing and trying to get people to like reach out and record their best version of double our efforts. I think we should uh, reinstate that. Double your effort. Hashtag double your efforts. We shouldn't. Do you know what we should do is do do? our, our, like a contest of a Star Wars quote done in a different voice form, former voice or like, you know, do Vader quotes as Christopher Walken. <laughs> I can't even think right now. Any Manhattan will be back with us next week. He is the single best voice impressionist I've ever heard. So, you can do it. 
But anyways, I, the double your effort thing is fun because it's so ridiculous. I can't. No, I, I'm trying to think it. of something. That episode, every single five seconds, we were just... Yo, no! no, no, no. Empire. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Right don't use that as a template. Just do your own thing. Wow. Jedi. They're crazy. So weird. That's not even a quote. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. I am Mopar. I'm Commander Cody. Goodbye, galaxy. Hey. Try. Hey.